0: Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariners Church annual read. I'm Deborah Spooner, and I'll be your host for today. This month, Andrew Murray is leading us to think through the secret of brotherly love. In today's reading, Murray guides us in a reflection called love and prayer. He starts with this verse in 1 Peter 4, 7 through 8. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be clear minded and self controlled so that you can pray. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. These three sentences written by Peter have a ton packed in them. Murray focuses us on just two words as he points out at the beginning of today's reading, the connection between love and prayer. These are important to people wanting to live like Jesus and as we try to be spiritually formed throughout our life, we'll naturally want to grow in both these things. That makes us ask then, how? How do we have our love for people, for all the aspects of God's kingdom, and more actually grow? Honestly, it's complicated. I don't think there'll be much disagreement with that, but Murray wants us to see one way our love can grow. He says this, if you wish your love to grow and increase, forget yourself and seriously pray for God's children and his church. Prayer grows our love. That's what we're going to see today. And Murray gives us two steps for this. First, forget ourselves. Secondly, pray. And as a result, love grows. Prayer grows our love first, he says to forget yourself. Now, I'm going to say up top that this can be misunderstood really easily, and I don't want that for any of us. This isn't saying forget yourself in a lot of ways that might come to mind. It's not to totally neglect yourself, to refuse to introspect, to hate your being. Not at all. Think of this forgetting yourself more so in the way of total confidence in who God's made you to be, and more importantly, in who Jesus is, that you're actually freed up from remembering yourself in the ways of pride, selfishness, rudeness, unkindness, and more at the sake of other people. It's forsaking a self-centered way of life. And this isn't something that's a grand achievement or this crazy ideal. I actually like it best when it pops up so naturally. A lot of us honestly could probably find it in people if we looked. I think of just one normal day a couple of years ago now. I'd been working at the high top between our kitchen and living room, taking the blue light glasses off and shutting my computer maybe a little too forcefully. And my sister and friend who basically had become family were both strangely still out in the living room. Weird, I thought it was now past 1am. And you see, there's a lot of facets to my life, and I think some of us can probably relate to this. I'm way more intentional than most people ever know about who gets to see how much, but these two people... They'd been persistent to want to learn to read me, even as I'd been getting too tired to win at my own game. They started gently. Deb, what were you working on? But they didn't take my surface dodging answers. Pretty soon it was almost 4am and they'd cracked a lot of the unfinished in me open. As much as I wouldn't have admitted it when we started, I needed it. Anna worked a 12 hour shift the next morning and had to leave one hour after she finally went to bed. Alexa had a massive work presentation to nail it later that week, and they they could've made other choices. It could've been self-focused, self-remembering, starting with leaving me alone in the living room at a normal time, not waiting for me. But they put their own very valid needs aside. They forgot themselves and met the needs I didn't even fully realize I had. Forget yourself. This is more so what I mean. And this is a first way to loving people more it's an easy way that opens us up then to prayer and that's exactly what the second step is that Murray guides us in he says to pray when you're being less self-centered you'll see the needs of other people more just like Alexa and Anna saw mine when you're seeing the needs more the best thing you can do is to act and pray asking the one who can bring change honestly beyond what we can ask for us to do but saying I'll pray more just saying that can be a little lazy get practical Make a plan with who, when, and what. First, whose needs are you seeing right now? Pray that God would show you the needs of people around you. Just start there. I say pick a number. I like three because odd numbers are supreme. And say something like, God, show me three people's needs today. Then pray for those three specifically. Secondly, when. Maybe you want to pick your three and pray for them for a whole week. Or maybe you want to find a new three every day. Or maybe you want to have a Monday, one day, Friday, three and a Tuesday, Thursday, three or a weekday and weekend number up to you. The important thing is just to pick something and commit. And finally, what? So what do you pray for the people who have needs besides just God, please help them. If you already have prompts and methods that help you amazing, go with it. If you need suggestions, you can start with what's obvious. Do pray for their needs to be met. Pray for things they can't even see yet as well. And you can always pray scripture. Pick a psalm and pray it for them. Pray something easy, like that they'd have specific fruit of the Spirit more in their life. So, what happens when we forget ourselves and pray? We grow in love. As we pray for these people, we grow in a kind of for others care about them. Sounds strange, but it does happen. Prayer does grow love. As Murray sums up, Real spiritual unity will help us to forget ourselves, to live unselfishly, to live wholly for God and for our fellow men. So let's pray now, with the prayer that Murray guides us in today. Lord, forgive my selfishness to pray only for myself. Help me to intercede for others and for a troubled world. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day.